1: Secret cancellation of Netflix, or you
0: would it? Welcome to I tell my husband the news. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. We have a coworker who's attending today's recording session, so if you hear any cat noises, it's our co-worker. She's coming in slowly after we so graciously open the door. And she just snuck into a shelf that is in our closet. So bear with us if you hear any cat noises because we've got our coworker with us.
1: How's it going, Shannon?
0: <laughs> it's going well.
1: Did you have a nice weekend?
0: I had a great weekend. We got to see both sets of our parents in person, but we socially distanced. It was really great.
1: Yeah, it was really nice. Um, yeah, we just spent some time outside and talked a little bit and swapped some items that we needed to swap and uh, it was nice. It was and good to see them.
0: They got to see some movement in my belly with yeah. the little baby bouncing around.
1: No touching, but but we could see it.
0: Yeah, it was really lovely. Yeah. So I think this is a, a trip I'll think about and cherish forever. And another word of warning <laughs> to our wonderful listeners, we might just be in the hospital any day now. I learned today at my prenatal appointment that it is that my my midwife was like you're probably not going to go this week but i don't really know otherwise <laughs> no new reviews which totally understand everybody's busy they're working they're taking care of their families they're taking care of their friends but if you do find some time it's really wonderful <laughs> to get a five-star review and you can always email us i tell my husband the news at usa And you can tweet us, too. I'm at Shannon Ray Green.
1: I'm at Dusty Terrell.
0: Find us. Why are there international pleas to eat more cheese? It melts the brain, so to speak. This was written by my colleague Brent Schroederrohr. He writes, A patriotic rallying cry has been made in Britain, France, and Canada. For the sake of the greater good, don't just wear a mask and stay at home. Please, eat more cheese. In Britain, Prince Charles urged his country to buy more of this homemade dairy product, writing in a letter May 10th that it was, quote, deeply troubling to learn that this crisis risks destroying one of the most wonderful joys in life, British cheese, unquote. Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau urged citizens to, quote, pick up some Canadian cheese to help a local dairy farmer, unquote. His government recently increased the borrowing capacity of the Canadian Dairy Commission by 200 million Canadian dollars to purchase and store more cheese and butter. The European Commission also called out, quote, the disturbance in the cheese market, unquote, and agreed to pay farmers for the storage of cheese, including 18,000 metric tons for France, where industry leaders pleaded for more cheese consumption. A letter from a French cheese industry group wrote, quote, we refuse to resign ourselves to throwing away the extra quantities, unquote. Man, you and I would be so great if we were just over there. Please don't
1: throw it away. Just send it straight to our house. <laughs>
0: The problem stems from the disruption between supply and demand, much like with other food industries affected by restaurant and school closures during the COVID-19 pandemic. Dairy farmers had to dump milk that couldn't be redirected to other markets in time before it spoiled. Same with cheese businesses that suddenly had too much cheese supply with a limited shelf life. In the U.S., the Department of Agriculture also has stepped up purchases of dairy products to more than $330 million during April through May, up from $88 million during the same months last year, according to the USDA. Matt Herrick is a spokesman for the International Dairy Foods Association. He said, quote, That has helped to bring more balance to the market prices for milk and cheese. Because of growing food insecurity, those products are going directly to food banks, nonprofits, and food insecure people rather than going to storage, unquote. Besides a surplus supply, smaller cheese businesses have struggled because consumers aren't buying as much high-end cheese during a time of high unemployment. A survey by the American Cheese Society in May found that more than 71% of respondents applied for debt relief or financial assistance, while 30% said they laid off or furloughed employees. But it's not because Americans or other Western consumers want cheese any less. On the contrary, cheese is practically addictive to humans and involves the same brain receptors as opiates. That's according to Neil Barnard, president of the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine and author of the book The Cheese Trap. He's previously described cheese as dairy crack. Barnard wrote, This in an email to USA Today. He said, quote, cheese craving is caused by compounds called casomorphins that are released as dairy proteins are digested. They attach to the same brain receptors that heroin or other opiates attach to. In addition, cheese is high in salt, even higher than potato chips and fat, 70 percent of calories, both of which contribute to its habit forming potential, unquote. That's not the healthiest mix to ingest, as Barnard explains in his book. But this root source of consumer demand helps explain why cheese is such big business, and therefore so important for some governments that they've stepped in to help. It also helps explain why the Prince of Wales seemed to fear for his country when discussing the challenges facing cheese businesses there. Here's another quote from Prince Charles in his letter. He said, quote, It would be an immense tragedy if these historic businesses were lost forever, to say nothing about the wonderfully flavorsome, memorable, and diverse range of cheeses they produce. Unquote. While American cheese businesses face similar risks, American consumers at least can take comfort in one thing, more cheese. Retail cheese sales increased 43.7% since last year for the 12-week period ending May 23rd. That's according to the Nielsen Research Firm. That means Americans are buying more for home consumption, though it's not enough to make up for the shutdown in the food service industry. Marian Smakowski is the president of the American Cheese Society. What a cool gig, right? She talked about bigger cheese companies and said, quote, there's no room to store it because they're filled to the gills right now. And for smaller companies, she said, quote, they're sitting on a lot of product right now because consumers do not want to spend a lot of money to buy high-end cheese, unquote. She does note that the previous month was American Cheese Month and has the same message as Prince Charles and Trudeau. Eat more cheese. She said, quote, it's been a struggle for the folks out there in the cheese industry, unquote.
1: Well, that's one edict I could abide by, Shannon.
0: I mean, it's it. I think it's your duty as a citizen. That's pretty much what these people who are members of the American Cheese Society are saying.
1: I think you and I have been. Uh, We've
0: been really helping have out. Have been
1: doing our part. <laughs> this whole this whole qu- quarantine pandemic. I think we have. I think we've possibly not slowed on our cheese-eating and potentially even uh, increased on the cheese-eating.
0: You know, I will say that we could buy more high-end cheese.
1: I mean, you would say that, but it's not that we haven't a couple of times over <laughs> over this three-month period.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad we have. I think it's it's good for me, it's good for the fetus.
1: We were talking about one week about uh, comfort foods and stuff like that. So I think if you and I had to pick a number one comfort food, it would probably be cheese.
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. And I think you and I have both said that if we found out we couldn't eat cheese, we would just not know how to operate.
1: It just seems like that would be the worst news. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you can develop lactose intolerance, but, um, I have an intolerance for lactose intolerance. (laughs) I do have a fear that our our son to be will be have like a peanut allergy cuz you can't even have like peanuts in your house and stuff I think. I don't think it's quite that severe with uh lactose intolerance, right? I could still I could have all the cheese, he just couldn't have any. Actually, maybe that's ideal. It's just like you can't have any of my cheese, you have an allergy, so all this cheese is for me. Maybe you should try to develop an allergy. Then I could just have all of the cheese.
0: Our baby is at a point that he can hear things. So I just sometimes I'll like talk to my belly a little bit and just say like, it's okay, baby boy. Like, daddy's just making a joke. <laughs>
1: He's a big fan of the podcast.
0: <laughs> He's been listening to it quite a, quite a bit. Yeah. Like... You know, I try to be nearby when we're in edit sessions so they can just, like, hear it on repeat, you know?
1: We have headphones on the belly the whole time.
0: (laughs) I also wanted to say that, Dusty, you and I typically do try to eat somewhat healthy during the work week, a little bit on the weekends, but we also are cheating with, like, pretzels and palmetto cheese, and, you know, we're sometimes adding sprinkled cheese to some of our healthy meals, um, so we try to have a foundation of healthiness so that, so that there's wiggle room to cheat.
1: So that you can add cheese to so it. That you,
0: so yeah. that you can start having a little, little extra. So, so it's not to say that, you know, you should eat badly all the time. Obviously there's significant health risks to that. But part of the reason sometimes people eat healthy, at least in our case, is to be able to, eat more of the good stuff that's so bad for you
1: (laughs) we have had more than one cheese what we call a cheese feast oh
0: yeah over
1: the quarantine so good it's it's a guaranteed way to like add three pounds (laughs) and uh and to probably not poop for a few days
0: (laughs) I don't know that I experience that quite the way that you do. Mm. Um, but I, I am gaining weight, and I'm supposed to be gaining some weight because of the pregnancy. So you just, like, slip in a little cheese feast or two, and it's like, well, maybe that wasn't baby weight. <laughs> but I, I don't regret it. I really don't. Working from home, the fun quirks couples learn about each other. This was written by my colleague, Brett Molina, who uh, has a podcast for USA Today called The Mothership. It's about geeky entertainment. So I highly recommend you check out the weekly listen. It's a really fun show. And they're talking a lot about what to watch during quarantine and, you know, what is comforting them as they go through quarantine. So it's a it's another great podcast to add to the rotation.
1: I don't know about. Quirks, But the thing I learned about you, which I already kind of knew, but this just opened my eyes to a whole new realization that you could probably go. I'm
0: bracing myself. I'm bracing myself.
1: (laughs) You could probably go 24 hours straight just talking. Just talk, 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 talk. (laughs) 24 hours. This is
0: why I'm in the journalism industry. Look, I have a podcast where I talk, and my meetings are like, how should we approach this story? And I am in love with that.
1: Yeah, at work, it's just meeting after meeting, and then as soon as the day is over, it's family member after friend <laughs> after family member, phone call.
0: It's my how I socialize. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm at home.
1: It's a lot of talking.
0: I I can't say that you love it. I don't mind And I think that maybe Maybe we should have like office hours for you and me
1: I mean if I were expected to talk to you for 24 hours straight I would go insane So it's good that you have other people
0: We could have like office hours Where it's just you and me We can watch some Netflix I think
1: we get plenty of you and me time I'm not not hurting for it
0: I'm just saying We could set up some policies Like I'm open to negotiation on this Dusty (laughs) I
1: appreciate it
0: they just think it's funny to be so corporate with each other as we're being corporate in our homes all the time now.
1: You'd call Lily our coworker.
0: Yeah, that's right. She's now sitting in a different location in our closet. It's a higher shelf that she had to jump to. She looks really cute snuggled in with our clothes. But, of course, it's like, get off those clothes, Lily. Like
1: Those are clean clothes that are now covered in not, cat hair. Yeah,
0: not cool? Like many professional couples having to work from home... Ronald Sayers and partner Janelle Verdream have had to make adjustments. The couple who live in New Albany, Ohio, bought TV trays to serve as desks. If either has a conference call, he or she retreats to their bedroom for privacy. When they need to get projects done, they plug in headphones and grind away.
1: TV trays for desks is kind of a good idea. i of, kind of been thinking about it.
0: Real, yeah, I think that it's, a, it's not great that you work with your laptop in your lap. I don't love that. And sometimes, like, you're laying, or, you know, I just worry about the ergonomics. Yeah. Um, I use the desk, and I feel a little bad, but once I go on maternity leave, you can use that desk all you want.
1: I probably won't. I like the bed.
0: <laughs> the bed is nice. Sayers and Verdream, like many couples nationwide, are discovering some hilarious, interesting quirks about how they work as well as their spouses. Sayers, who works for the State's High School Athletic Association, said, quote, apparently I say actually a lot when I'm in work mode, unquote. Another habit Sayers discovered, singing songs from TV ads while on his computer. He said, quote, one specifically is the Liberty Mutual theme, unquote. Do you know it? Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to include it here. <laughs>
1: that guy sounds terribly annoying to work with. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's funny because he's saying it about himself. It's funny.
1: If I had a coworker, like someone in the office next to me who's, who sung and, and said actually all the time, I would ask to move offices.
0: <laughs> Sayers did say that he noticed his partner, Verdream, an academic librarian, he said, quote, kind of yells, unquote, when monitoring a chat students use to ask about resources. He said, quote, nothing of substance, literally just a burst of noise before she responds, unquote. <laughs> Many companies are requiring employees to work from home for an extended period of time. As a result, spouses and partners who haven't worked much together discover new things about how they operate. Ever wonder if you're the only household with the loud talker on conference calls or the employee who loves dropping business jargon in most conversations? Turns out you're not alone. When Alyssa Kalarek of Wadsworth, Ohio, started working at home with her landscape architect husband, Stephen, she noticed he types loudly. Kalaric said, quote, his computer is a gaming computer because of the work he does, so he has a mechanical keyboard. It's so loud. The first day he was home when he started typing, the first thing I said was, do you type that loudly all day? <laughs> Unquote. Kalarek, who works as a digital marketing and sales manager, said her husband noticed she sighs more than she realized. She said, quote, he asks what's wrong every time I do it, and I never have any idea, unquote. (laughs) Amy Heder, director of nonprofit group in Springfield, Missouri, said that her husband John likes to joke about her cluttered email inbox and love of caffeine. She said, quote, he is a little concerned that I am drinking way too much coffee throughout the day, unquote. Heder said a big key in his shift for herself and John, who works as an account manager for an IT company, is maintaining their sense of humor. She said quote, "After listening to him on his conference calls, I joke with him. I never knew I was married to a let's circle back on that guy." Unquote. Christopher Chan and his wife Yvonne Trong of San Jose, California, both work for tech company Cisco and juggle work while balancing home life with six-year-old twins. He said he works better under quieter conditions while his wife has no trouble with extra noise. Chan said, quote, My wife seems to operate with an almost permanent cone of silence around her, and she is not phased by all the noise around her. The kids would be doing their learning online with lots of sound effects and narrators talking, and she would be in the same room, working away, unquote. Chan said he can be a loud talker when taking calls. He said, quote, She's had to move herself to a different part of the house whenever I'm on conference calls, unquote. Despite the quirks, many couples find perks to their new professional arrangements. Caloric said she and her husband communicate more and show small signs of affection, such as a random hug or kiss. She said, quote, I thought I'd be annoyed, but it's kind of calming to have someone in this with me, unquote. I relate to that.
1: Yeah, it's nice to have little see you moments throughout the day, a little kiss here and there. It's
0: very heartwarming. And mm-hmm. I also think it's kind of cool to overhear you work sometimes. Just because I'm like, oh, he's running that call and he's doing all these executive tasks. It's, I mean, I'll be honest. It's very endearing. Well, thank you. <laughs> Jan said the silver lining in this new environment is getting more time together as a family. He said, quote, we try to schedule breaks in our work schedules to have lunch together as a family and, if possible, go for a walk together as a family to break up the day, unquote. Although Heather and her husband work for different companies, she said they behave more like colleagues. She said, "Quote: It very much feels like we have suddenly become coworkers sharing the break room, venting to each other, bouncing ideas off each other. It's kind, it's kind of cool." Unquote.
1: Do they have to like reserve certain rooms of the house, <laughs> put it on the calendar? And
0: they call the rooms things like, you know, di-
1: conference room, conference room dining,
0: <laughs> or like the quirky offices where it's like. You can book, like, Okinawa, Japan, or...
1: (laughs) We, all of our conference rooms are named after national parks.
0: That's fun. So you can book Yellowstone. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Sayers said it's important to separate home life from work as much as possible. He said, quote, You must find time for yourself to get away from the work part, even if it's in a small way. Go for a walk, sit on your patio, even take a drive. Just separate your living from your work, unquote. Galaric agrees, noting their household keeps work stuff on the upstairs level while downstairs is for home. She said, quote, if you have to be in close quarters like we are, make sure you're set up effectively and in an organized way, unquote. Didn't you say you had a uh, quirk that I have? <laughs> yeah. You say, OK, and then you move on to the next thing.
1: I do. I kind of notice that I do that a lot. I'm like, OK. Let's talk about
0: this now. Yeah, so you, like, you kind of, to respond that you've confirmed that you've heard from everyone, you're like, okay. And it's just kind of a cute way that you say it. Like, I I don't think I'm doing it right, but you're just like, okay. (laughs) Like, I don't know.
1: I think I say, uh, a lot, too. Not um, but uh, like uh all right let's get started yeah
0: that i feel like maybe that's what that
1: person meant by that like loud noise that comes out when she's talking (laughs) to her students just like ah hey everybody
0: (laughs) yeah it's funny to think about um because i definitely think i say um and you know all the time and i
1: try to cut it out of the podcast as much as i can
0: (laughs) i know and i also think that I really like how you are you know you're just you're bringing people together to say okay this is your role this is your task where does it stand and you're like okay give us an update about this and then you're like okay moving on to the next thing you know so it's and it's funny when you do board game instructions I think you tend to sometimes be like okay we're moving on to the next thing (laughs) so I just noticed it recently and I think it's really sweet I like it it's, well, good. It's a nice little...
1: I was another three months when you just <laughs> like, can't hear me say okay again. Yeah. If you say okay one
0: more time... And last today, we've got the lightning-fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. The Obamas, Beyoncé, and other stars salute young protesters in YouTube graduation ceremony. Yeah, it's interesting
1: all the distance graduations that are going on.
0: I really feel for anyone who's class of 2020 so much. It's so hard to not take pictures with friends and run into people.
1: It's nice that everybody's been still moving on with graduation and stuff, but I think we could all just agree that we could call 2020 a year. That just doesn't count. We'll just... (laughs) Just say this one doesn't count and then pick up uh, again in 2021.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's a great joke. But I also think say that to the people who've been working hard to get to their degree. <laughs> like,
1: Just, uh, you know, just live at home another year. Maybe <sighs> play some video games and uh, 2021 will oh. come around. We'll get back to
0: work. Oh, man. I think that some seniors are not going to like the sound of that. Cooking during coronavirus. Best substitutes for recipe ingredients. Such as milk, eggs, or oil.
1: I recommend you substitute everything with cheese.
0: Just cheese.
1: <laughs> Apparently, they need to sell more of it, and it's delicious. So,
0: <laughs> looking for books about racism, experts suggest these must-read titles for adults and kids.
1: Those are two of my least favorite things, Shannon: racism and reading. <laughs>
0: The five best new shows or movies to stream on Netflix in June. If you need a guaranteed uplift, Queer Eye. If you miss superheroes on the big screen, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. If you want to be scared, Hannibal. Mm, I'm not going to watch that. If you want a big movie musical, West Side Story. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. That's streaming on Netflix. That is the best news ever. If you miss your mom, Lady Bird.
1: I think there's a good chance I'm not going to watch any of that.
0: Well, I'm going to watch a West Side Story, and there's nothing you can do about it.
1: I feel like there's something I could do about
0: it. <gasps> like a tickle something?
1: <laughs> tickle is <laughs> one option, or a secret cancellation of Netflix, <gasps> or... You
0: wouldn't!
1: Or hide the remote could be a solution.
0: <laughs> For a nine-months pregnant woman, I think maybe the most effective could be hiding the remote. It because could... I can't. I can't look under every nook and cranny I'm not that great at bending over I wouldn't even
1: have to hide it that well just put it (laughs) under the couch slightly
0: (laughs) I dropped my phone today like after the couch and and it's
1: still there you just haven't (laughs) been able to
0: it just like bounced and I was like "I I can't I don't know how to move my body in the way that is necessary to reach it it's pretty ridiculous. Whenever I drop anything nowadays, which is all the time, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what to do right now. I mean, I'm, I'm exercising, I'm bending over and everything. I can do it, but it's just my body's so weird right now. My balance is off. I'm carrying a huge placenta and a huge baby, too. Nine months pregnant, guys.
1: I had to excuse myself from a meeting and said, sorry, everybody, I have to go pick up something off the ground for my wife. <laughs>
0: I need you, Dusty.
1: <laughs> Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news.
0: <laughs> I Tell My Husband the News as part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left.